What's going on, everybody? You know who it is. Again, it's me, and we're talking about more defense. In this episode, we're going to talk about what everybody's sussed out there look like, and those are linebackers. All right, guys, what's going on? Look, I almost forgot last episode. I got better at it, but no, we're going to go ahead and get this out the way. Like and subscribe. I'm not going to forget this because I'm tired of people who I work with yell at me, telling me you got to start doing it. So, boom, there it is. So let's start this off with the linebackers. In this year's draft, there are only two linebackers that I think are first-round talent. Will they get picked in the first round? I'm not sure, but you know who I'm starting off with from the champion University of Georgia Bulldogs, Nicobe Dean. That and my next guy can arguably be the first linebacker off the board. I'm going with Dean just because no, not just because I'm a Georgia fan. It's because of what I saw him do. His his football instinct and just run stopping alone makes him a second round pick. But then if you add in that he can diagnose any play, work through traffic, he can lo locate the ball, and then make the play, that's first-round talent by itself. Just look at the Michigan game. When the Kobe Dean was 10 yards off the ball, and they threw a sweep to Hassan Haskins, and the Kobe Dean dropped him for a four-yard loss, that right there gives you what you want in a linebacker. He runs downhill with force. He has the same speed in pursuit that he has anywhere on the field, sideline to sideline, north and south. It's the same speed. He can make the stop and starts. This is what you want. He is a proven pass rusher also. He can be put as an edge. He prefers linebacker. But Georgia in that defense, he was playing edge sometimes. Do I see a weakness in his game? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I've seen this guy play. Maybe he can improve in pass coverage, but that's not primarily what he was used for. He was used to be a hammer, and that's what he does well. When he gets to the next level, that's what they're going to use him as. He's not going to be the guy that covers the tight end at the backfield. He's going to be the guy that goes get the quarterback and put him on the ground. You know, 5'11", 229 pounds, perfect size for a linebacker. Now let's talk about the other guy who I believe is the other best linebacker in the draft, and that's Devin Lloyd from Utah. The only real thing I have that holds me back is he played for Utah. And again, you know how we talk about your level of talent, Zach Wilson. That's how we judge you. He played against, I believe somebody told me, Washington State was one of the teams he played against. And they only have one good offensive lineman. And so he totally took over that game. But let me not try to, you know, discredit this man's career. He has a solid foundation which any NFL team wants. Execution, football IQ, uh, physical, instinct, all that is in this guy. And I can see why, as I'm watching him, I can see similarities between him and Dean. How well that goes over to the NFL when he goes against the better offensive lineman, that remains to be seen. But he has what you want in a linebacker. He could especially recognize a mismatch in the trenches. Oh, that's what you want your linebacker to do. You want your linebacker to take over your defense and say, hey, do this, do this, do this. And that's how you get the defensive line 
to respect your guys behind him. Hey, he's got my back. I'm not worried about it. Um, and he also lined up at edge sometime. So between him and Dean, I think they're the clear-cut cream of the crop for linebackers. Not taking away anything from the other guys I want to talk about, but you have one and one A, and then you have three and down. And between Dean and Lloyd, day one, plug and play, keep them going. Let's talk about the rest of the best. And that's Quay Walker from your champion, University of Georgia Bulldogs. Yes, another Bulldog. The number one rated defense, one of the best defenses of all time in college football. You didn't think this was going to be a defense-heavy Georgia? Now, while he's not on the level of Dean, because Dean did make most of the plays and he did, he was the leader, we're not going to talk about how just Quay by himself has the size and the strength to take on any offensive lineman and how he can he latches on to the offensive lineman's pass to move them around. Not holding, latching on. It's a term. Look it up. He loves to rip down the lineman with just being violent. That's one thing he has on the Kobe. He is a lot more violent when he makes contact. And he does get clean a lot faster than Nicobe, but Nicobe's instincts are better. He's a little bit longer, and it allows him to make plays in close pursuit and constantly wrap up uh, and tackle. Now, he does flash range for his size when he's running at full speed. The only thing with him is he has to get to full speed. He doesn't have the stop-and-start capabilities as the first two guys I mentioned. But if you're in the right system, he'll, he'll be rotational piece, maybe a starter if you need him to be. But have him coming in, get his legs under it, and down the road, yeah, he, he can be your franchise back there. So let's go on to – we're going to stay in the SEC because, hey, SEC is defense. We've already said this. Christian Harris from the second-place Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, he does take a step back behind the other linebackers just because he doesn't have the experience. He's only played two years, but he played two years on the Saban. And of this scene, Alabama knows Saban produces NFL talent. Now, he does possess except, exceptional qualities that make him exciting as a draft prospect. He already demonstrates an excellent understanding of the position because uh, Saban trusts him in play calling, which if anybody knows, if Nick Saban lets you call the plays, then you're doing something right. He always ensured that his teammates lined up correctly. Even in the games that they lost, because they only lost two to you know, A&M and Georgia, he was still all over the field. If you watch, especially in the championship game, he was making plays at the beginning of the game. It was just, that's what kept them in the game. Um, he also moves incredibly well, and he does have a decent change of direction. But again, two years at the position, I think he still has a lot to learn, especially to the next level. He's going to have to learn the different packages that the offense is going to give him. I don't know if he's going to be confused early, maybe a third round fourth round pick it just depends on if teams get what they need and then say hey best player available now we'll say he's a better blitzer than the guys i mentioned ahead of him but that's because that was one of his roles he had to be the blitzer so let's go ahead and wrap this up we're going to move on to my fifth guy who i was told about by one of my cousins because i had another georgia guy on here but then i think that would have been overkill Let's go with Chad Muma from Wyoming. Hope I said that right. Like I said, my cousin told me, hey, we are here in Montana. We don't have nothing to do but watch this football. I think I hear you got a podcast. I think you need to talk about this guy. 
was like, really? Why? Okay, let me look him up. And when I say I was thoroughly impressed, and again, I'm taking the level of competition and how he was dominating the people in front of him. I think he could have been at a power five school, but hey, not everybody gets that chance. One thing I will say that I loved about this guy, he is the classic three down linebacker. Um, he kind of like him and Logan Wilson are teammates. Uh, if you don't know that is, he'll he might get drafted maybe sixth round. I think Chad goes fourth. Um, 6'3, 239 pounds. He excels in short gaps. Up close and personal is his strength. He can close running lanes with ease. So he can put, I think he's going to be the middle linebacker on any defense he's with. I think he does need to increase his pass rushing ability, but he has the traits that it should be easy to get him to learn. Um, I think he's much more visible as, you know, he became more visible as the season started to wind out because he kept that same energy for the entire day. He might be the safest day to maybe three draft prospect in his entire class. So I wouldn't be mad taking him later and letting him learn. But everybody in front of him, I think, is just a little bit better. Um, I mean, you still have other people like Leo Chanel from Wisconsin, who I absolutely love. Um, Shannon Tindall, as I was saying, from UGA. But, again, we had a loaded defense. Brandon Smith from Penn State. And Troy Anderson from Montana State. Yep, I dug again. Hmm. So uh, after that. I think that's pretty much all I got. So make sure you check us out on the next video. And I will see you again. Holla.